Here we go. It's episode wow. 21. We're of legal drinking age on the Odd G's podcast. Finally. <laughs> yes, finally is right. Oh, Bet Parks presents Odd G's. There's Harry Mays. Where you got the, the you got the vest going there, Harry. It's cold, man. I'll tell you, it's damp and cool in my house right now. I don't have the heat on. You know, I, I have the uh, temperature just set at like natural, like whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And it's like 65 degrees in the house, which is kind of cold and it's damp. So I, you know, I put on a little vest. What do you set the thermostat at in the winter time? Like the dead of winter, like for like the heat. Yeah, uh, sixty-seven. Wow. Yeah, we set ours at sixty-three. Three. Yes. Well, who you do you see your breath in my house? Trying to Harry? skate. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. We figure if one of the toilets floods, hair, it'll freeze over, and we can get a couple. Uh, we can get a clean sheet. A little in. sheet. <laughs> Evan can work on his snapper. Wow. And his clapper. Wow. I thought I thought I was bad at keeping it at 67. Well, that's good to know because then when the Lima complains about it next time, I'll just tell her, well, it's a good thing you're not at Jason's house because it's 63 over there. Yeah, you got to wear a parka to watch TV at my house. Yeah. In the I summer, got... I usually set it at 70 for, oh the, for the air conditioning. Yeah, we're at 68 on that. Okay. <laughs> Our electric bills through the roof. Yeah. <laughs> Guys over at Pico get a new shore house every summer with us. <laughs> uh i got the i got the tie on here today Harry. yeah yeah i mean you're all dressed up this is a you have a funeral to go to unfortunately did, did somebody pass no no i i thought i was only gonna have to wear break out the suit and dust it off for one more occasion on friday mm-hmm. when the flyers wrap up the season against the ottawa senators oh thank goodness but i've i almost forgot i have the i'm emceeing the flyers cup luncheon today Wow. Uh, over at DuPont Country Club, the Crystal Tea Room. Okay. Uh, for all the, fancy this year's spot. champions. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Hound wow. will be there. Bob Kelly. Okay. Marshy, old Brad Marsh will be there today and be handing out some awards. And, nice. Uh, all the teams will be there uh, that won the Flyers Cup this year. Now, there's an association. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. There's an association between you and both of these teams that are being honored today, right? Yeah, there's there's actually four teams because there's three levels of boys and then the one girls team that won Westchester Henderson, okay. who's a, a, an old rival of mine school. Sure. But um, yeah, Rob Bear called me and said, uh, you know, we want to get you to MC it this year. We figured since two teams that you played in the Flyers Cup for are champions, you'd be the perfect person to do it. Malvern Prep won this year and mm-hmm. then went on to win states. And um, my other uh, alum is Westchester East, who went on to win back to back and right. won states as well. So, yeah. Now, yeah, will you re- be representing any gear uh, from these two institutions? You know, I was thinking about bringing. I, I have a a tote in the garage. I, I have an old Westchester East Vikings jersey of mine, mm-hmm. and I have a Malvern Prep jersey. I may have to bring those and maybe don those hair. It's like a I'm yellow and red for Westchester East, right? Yeah, kind very of, red with very, yeah the the gold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. is the that Vikings. gold? Do they call it gold? I guess yeah, gold I guess, sounds better than yellow. Yeah, it's it's more like yellow than it is gold, right because yeah. i remember because i dated a girl from westchester east for a couple of years oh, I, is that out, right? at, out at shippensburg so i yeah i used to go i used to roam that area that east goshen township area yeah yeah yeah, you. yeah. so i got the malvern fryer jersey too so i may bring those along for yeah but, you know some <laughs> now do you pos- still fit posterity. in the sweater you got a malvern sweater do you still fit in it well yeah because it was a i wore goalie, goalie oh yeah you got it. the extra go- yeah yeah okay. yeah yeah so it it, it <laughs> 
it's snug now without uh-huh. goalie equipment. And of course, the uppers that I wore, the chesty that I wore higher back then, right? It was not the same size as the chesties now. Okay. Much it was smaller, a lot bigger, and less protective. Was it a lot bigger back then or bigger no. now? Oh, okay. Much okay. bigger now, yeah. Okay. And, and much yeah. more protective now than it was mm. back then. All right, let's tell people real quick about uh, Bet Parks because the all new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app, it is now out. It is live. It's fantastic. It's everything you want in a mobile casino and sportsbook, and it's right in your pocket. Yeah, it's like a casino, a sportsbook, right in your, you know, your the pocket of your jeans. So you can fit these phones in in the back pocket of jeans still, even though you got I got the big one. Yeah, you got the plus. Yeah, it still and fits in well. there. Yeah, yeah, but but it's great because it's like uh, it, you can, if you need to get a bet in, just pull over to the side of the road. The app's so easy to use. You Boom. can bang out a bet on the side of the road and be on your way in, in seconds. <laughs> exactly. Just <laughs> just hopefully you're not on the side of the road because you were placing the bet while driving and the cop saw you and then hence pulled you over. Yeah, the cop goes, what are you doing? Like, I got to get my action in here. He goes, well, who do you like? <laughs> yeah. And he goes, I, yeah, I kind of like that too. Yeah. You're on your way. I kind of like win, Toronto. You can pay your ticket. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> like Toronto on Thursday night. I'd say the Sixers screwed up royally screwed up a golden opportunity to end a series and not have to travel back north to Canada uh, where all those restrictions and everything that they got to go through to get there. Of course, they will be sans thiable because he's not allowed there. But after yeah. the way he played last night, I don't think they're going to miss anything. They were God awful last night, really as a team. And you could just tell from the jump that Toronto wanted the basketball game. They wanted yeah. to, they came here to win it. And to force a game six back home. And I'll tell you, if they lose that game in game six and the line's one and a half, they could very well lose that place, that building, as you know, yeah. it's a big hockey area. It's it's originally the hockey area, but they really have taken to this Raptors team over the past couple of decades, and they make it really tough on opponents in the playoffs in that building. That's going to be a tough game on Thursday night for the Sixers. I'll actually jump on the Raptors at plus one and a half. Wow. And they're forcing a game seven, which you know better than anyone. In hockey, it happens all the time. Yep. Anything can happen. It happened last year against the Atlanta Hawks. Yep. Right. In the first round. How with bad Trae were Young. the Sixers at home again in that series? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and you know, the interesting thing about the Raptors here is it's not just the rap. It's not just Toronto. That's Canada's team. Right. It's like the national team. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It, so it's not just like, you know, they're rabid in Toronto about it. No, they're rabid across the country because it's the only NBA team they've mm-hmm. got. Yeah. Um, so download the app and, and get that action in on it. You know, Harry, it pains Harry to pick that side, but it does. I thought this money. series would be over by now. I mean, I'm thinking five games max. Yeah. Um, you know, and I mean, Toronto was was down uh, Fred Van Vliet, too. He was in a jumpsuit on the sidelines cheering his team on and like, you know, being like a 16th assistant coach. Yeah. Um, and they still won again. This precious Achua kid who played at Memphis for a couple of years. Uh, just an emerging player in this. He abused Joel Embiid last night. And yeah. how often does do you say that about any like a star in the NBA abusing Joel Embiid? This yeah. guy, half the people in the Sixers fan base don't even know who he is. Yeah. So you got a chewer, then you got Siakam too. Siakam, yeah, he's yeah, he, he was the best Cameroonian player on the court last night, not yeah. Joel Embiid. Yeah, yeah. Um, so grab the app, grab the Bet Parks app, and uh, right now all Bet Parks users. New and existing, use the promo code Jason750, and you'll get a risk-free bet up to $750. Terms and conditions apply. 
to download the all-new Bet Parks app today. You need to be over 21 in President, Pennsylvania, and New Jersey. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. So they're back at it Thursday night now. Correct. Yeah. Which six. is also the draft. The NFL draft kicks off on Thursday night yeah, with the first round. scheduling here. Man, I, you know, well, I got to do the double TVs. I'm just, you know, wondering, like, you know, do I put the draft on the big TV? Because I love the NFL draft. I mean, yep. you know, it's it's like football in the springtime to me, you know, for two, three days. I don't usually watch on Sunday when they're going rounds four through seven. But Thursday night and Friday night, I usually watch it all on Thursday and a good bit of it on Friday night. I just love it. Yeah. yeah. And and the, and the Eagles are in high consequence in of this draft. So. I mean, that makes it even more interesting from a local perspective. You don't even need that to enjoy the draft. It's just no. the, the draft's one of those great non-playing days on the sports calendar. Absolutely. It I might be it. the best. I mean, if you think about it. I mean, what what Selection other... Sunday? Selection Sunday is good. It hasn't been good for me locally because we haven't had a team that uh, was in it for, uh, for a couple of years. But, yeah, you're right. That's That would probably be – number two to me i would still put the nfl draft ahead of it um because selection sunday only takes like a half an hour too like they, yep. they roll through those brackets in no time yep and uh you know it's like six o'clock usually on the east coast on on that sunday night after the big 10 tournament finishes up but that's a good what's another one another one's gonna be the NBA, nba draft, draft i like lottery Oh yeah, the lottery. Probably the more so a, than the draft. I agree. Yeah, if you're in that mix and and you have like a player like you know, when you get those great players coming out like LeBron, you mm-hmm. know those those draft lotteries they like they change the fortune and the trajectory of a t- an entire franchise. No doubt. Yeah, because and the sports, landscape of the league. Oh yeah, know? I mean yeah. think about the billions of dollars that can it can bring into an individual city. Mm-hmm. based on if you get it see in sports it's not that you suck everybody's gonna suck sometimes it's when you suck correct you gotta <laughs> suck at the right time it's exactly right here and and speaking of that like have the flyers sucked at the right time like is there any like is there any like nugget on the horizon that we can say well you know what they might get this guy well i mean they have the fourth best odds to win the lottery this year they right. had lottery reform in the NHL mm-hmm. because originally, if you were the worst team in the league, you had like a 42% chance to win the lottery. Jeez. So teams were doing everything they could to be the worst team in the league. Absolutely. <laughs> That's a damn good chance. It really is. Yeah. Now that the, the worst team in the league has like a 19% chance mm. and, and it t- tricks tickles trickles on down. The Flyers have a 9.7% chance to land the number one overall. Like one in 10. Okay. Yeah. 10%. Okay. Um, Wow. And then they can move up to two or blah, blah, blah. If it just went on, you know, points percentage, they would draft fourth. Okay. What's the worst they could do? Sixth. Okay. All right. You can only move down two spots, like backwards, Mm -hmm. and teams can only move up 10 spots. So if like the 15th ranked team that doesn't make the playoffs, wins the lottery they don't move up the one. Oh, okay so they go so, up to fifth yeah because like the flyers went from 13 to two yeah back in 2017 and they're wishing that didn't happen at this point well that was <laughs> nolan patrick wasn't it yeah and yeah you know the biggest reason i think they're in the predicament they're in right now Har, is the ripple effect of nolan patrick being a dog, they now when they moved up in that draft, they decided, oh, we can trade Braden Shen because we're getting a ready-made player. Mm-hmm. 
the problem is, is the player was ready made from a skill set standpoint, but he's a mutt. Mm-hmm. So he, and then him not playing for that year caused them to go out and sign Hayes to that deal, which on the back end is going to be tough. Mm-hmm. So the, yeah. the, the ripple effect of that, not only did you pick that guy and you get nothing from him, but you also didn't pick a guy like Kale McCarr or Miro Heiskanen. Oof. And so like the difference between getting that guy and having a Heiskanen or McCarr is so right. great. Right. And then that, Schenner went out to St. Louis and won himself a cup, didn't he? Yeah. And yeah. his potted 50 plus points every year he's been out there. Love it. Potted. Yeah. That's a great term. Yeah. So <laughs> he's one of six former Flyers that have scored against the team this season. Jeez. So Eric Gustafson scored last night playing for Chicago, the first goal. Mm-hmm. He played briefly for the Flyers last year. Yeah, I remember before, that. Before being moved out to Montreal. Um, but the other players that scored against the Flyers, former Flyers, and this all happened in two months. Simmer, uh-huh. Toronto scored against the Flyers. Ryan Hartman potted two. I don't for, even remember him. Exactly. He was yeah. here for like six and a half minutes. <laughs> um, Braden Shed. Gustafson, Derek Grant, who was here for a cup of coffee. I don't remember him. Deadline move that they grabbed in the 2019-20 season. He scored a goal against them for Anaheim. And Phil Myers on Jeru's thousand okay. game night scored against them. So. Wow! So the, the Panthers are they're they're shaping up to be one of the one of the beasts in the East. The beast right? in the NHL. They have the best record in the league now. Wow! They've lost one game since El Cap has been there. Whoa! The captain effect. Yeah, and. <laughs> Harry, he I mean he's got like 18 points in 15 games. Wow. Now have you been in touch with him since he became a Florida Panther player? Sure. Yeah. 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 So he's uh he's still cool with uh with you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I gotta get him on. I'm gonna get him on stick to hockey once everything wraps up and yeah, we can break bread and you know, chop it up. Now now will you will you tell him that you really don't think the best move would be to bring him back? Yeah, I already told him. You did. Yeah, off okay. the record. Okay, good. All right. Stay away. Yeah. You know what's best for you? Stay away. <laughs> Go somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> You'll bring that skill level to somewhere else. Oh, but man. he's a player that was part of a 13-game losing streak and then a 13-game winning streak. That's amazing. Yeah. That, yeah, it that, really is. That's the definition of going from the outhouse to the penthouse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that, that, that draft lottery is coming up. You know, the draft lotteries are always great. They are good. They're always fun. So we'll, yeah, we'll see what good. kind of luck. But, you know, if the Flyers end up in the draft lottery next year, that's where you get the guy. They're, this kid, Connor Bedard. Here. Oh, is that right? So is this guy a generational kind of player? So put it this way. When McDavid was his the same age as Bedard was this year, and they're playing in the same league, uh, McDavid scored 31 goals and had like 70 points. Mm-hmm. This kid has scored already over 52 goals. At 100 points. Jeez. More points than McDavid at the same age in the same league. Wow. As an exceptional player. Uh, just Connor Bedard? Yeah. I mean, that wow. could just absolutely – you know, you get a guy like that. Like, in the NBA, guys move around, which mm-hmm. kind of sucks. But, you know, in the NHL, you get Sidney Crosby in 2005, and that team's been front-page news relevance in Pittsburgh ever since. Mm-hmm. You know, it – you know, in baseball, I guess guys can move around a little bit, like because Harper moved around, and you get great players that because the organizations don't all have the same kind of dough and rev share. But 
in the yeah. NHL. I mean, you get a guy, you you keep a guy like that for the entirety of his career, and it changes the the economic landscape of your franchise and, and in a lot of ways your city. Right, right. Yeah, Crazy. boy, he's he's been there since 05. Mm-hmm. Crosby, jeez. Mm-hmm. And how many cups have they won in that period of time? Three? Got the four and won three. Got the four, won three, okay. Yeah, lost in 08 to uh, Detroit. Mm-hmm. Came back in 09 and they won. They beat Detroit in 09, yep. right? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, won the back-to-back in 15 and 16. So and they drafted Flurry in two th- the 2003 draft, one of the greatest yeah. drafts ever. Yeah. And, and then you could have that number one overall pick and pick the wrong guy. Yeah. Like the 76ers did with one Ben Simmons. W- big time, Harry. I mean, has yet to play with the Brooklyn Nets and probably won't. I'm seeing, these, I'm seeing these reports from Woj last night and Windhorse, Windbag. Mm-hmm. And all these guys that now KD, like guys there are pissed. Yeah. Because they feel like Rich Paul and Clutch Sports kind of manipulated this whole thing. He was supposed to return. Teams down 0-3. It's like, dude, we need you now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what is wrong with this I don't think he would have made a difference last night. I watched a good bit of that game. Boston is just way tougher than Brooklyn is. I mean, I know Brooklyn's got the two big stars. Tatum's a star, too, for the Celtics, and Jalen Brown is close. But they are just, as a unit, just more cohesive and way tougher. Well well coached, too. Yeah, well well coached is right. Yeah, I look at this Ben Simmons situation, and, you know, Harden has not been great. No, he hasn't. But it doesn't matter. Daryl Morey won that trade 10 times over. Even Stephen A. Smith is saying that now. Did you see that? He apologized to Daryl Morey because he he raked him over the coals uh, the next day and probably for the next three days on ESPN about the trade, saying that Brooklyn won the trade and and this and that. And he said uh, he apologized and he called Ben Simmons one of the most pathetic situations I've ever seen in sports. Wow. He said he quit on LSU. He quit on the 76ers, and now he's quit on on Brooklyn. And he hasn't even played a game there. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't even on the bench in his fancy clothes last night. He was nowhere to be seen. I don't know if he was up in a suite somewhere, but uh, no sign of Ben Simmons last night. What a shame. I mean, the guy's got so much talent, and he's just Mm -hmm. such a dog. I saw somebody put out a tweet. I thought it was a great tweet. Somebody said that Tiger Woods, in the time since Ben Simmons plays, was in a car accident, almost lost his leg, and played golf at a major sooner than Ben Simmons played. Right. Yeah. Can you? I saw that too. That was pretty amazing. Did you see? I mean, you know, it. It's not. It's one thing when guys, are, you know, radio guys like us, former radio guys like us, whatever, uh, say it. But when former players, Hall of Fame players, at, yeah. at that, start blasting this guy, Reggie Miller, Reggie Miller crushed yeah. him. Yeah, he, he put in a tweet. This dude has zero competitive fire. That, for coming from a former player and a Hall of Famer with stature like Reggie Miller does, still in the game, he's in the broadcast game now. That is a bigger indictment than anything any fan could ever say. When you when you start questioning the competitive fire of a player in any sport, the, yeah, it's the thing that former players are really reluctant to do yes is talk about the competitive nature and effort mm-hmm. because and they Shaq's know done it now charles bar sir charles of course yeah kendrick perkins has been unloading on this guy on twitter oh, I mean, he's, a, he's up there double barrels just yeah. <laughs> it's unloading the clip yeah but but he did look he deserves it and it, it's it's bananas but this guy it, 
man, what an unbelievable situation. I, I don't even know how he moves forward with a career at this point. Because no. nobody can depend on him. Yeah. I don't He's know. He's just I, a prima donna. Nothing surprises me in that league with, with you know, things that go on because the players really run the league. Yeah. Is that he could be doing this all, who knows, maybe to get to L.A. and play with LeBron in LeBron's yeah. final, you know, year or two, whatever it is. That might be I, I don't his know. only savior. Yeah, it might be. Might be. The, the only guy that would be able to, to keep him in line would be basically LeBron with the Rich Paul connection and all that and mm-hmm. the, the ultimate clout that he has. But it's just it's just unbelievable. I couldn't believe that he wasn't coming back for, yeah. you know, being down with, for his team like that and saying he's coming back. And then all of a sudden I, I woke up with a little soreness. Yeah, like, right. Dude, yeah. Come yeah. on. And they get swept. Yeah, that's right. unbelievable. <laughs> what a mess that is. Yeah, pretty wow. incredible. Well. We'd, we'd like to thank the Brooklyn Nets for coming out. Um, yeah. Are, are you anticipating um, a wild Thursday night for the uh, NFL draft hour? You think it's going to be full of uh, a lot of movement? Um, I don't know so much about movement. It's it's kind of one of these dressers. There's a lot of good players, but I, there's not a lot of excitement level about the quarterback situation. Yeah. And that, that kind of takes a little bit of the steam off of it. You know, like, you know, Malik Willis could end up being the first quarterback taken, you know, maybe as high as Carolina in the top 10. And, you know, then, uh, you know, where does Kenny Pickett go? Is there a surprise quarterback that, you know, suddenly emerges or or whatever? But I, I, there's a lot of good players and, I, and you know, a lot of good defensive players. You know, as far as the Eagles, you know, wide receiver. Do they take another wide receiver in the first round? Yeah. Again, a lot of these punters I saw, Kuiper, I think, has them taking Jamison Williams from Alabama. Yeah. Uh, in the first right school. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, it's hard to go wrong uh, taking a kid out of there. That's for sure. Yeah. Maybe Chris Olave, the wide receiver from Ohio state. I'd rather have Wilson, but yeah, I don't think they, you can't get, they're not going to be able to get up high enough. I think he's a top 10 kid. Traylon Burks is a wide receiver from Arkansas. That'll be there when the Eagles take, I like a lot of what I see with him. Uh, good defensive players, defensive back safety guy, Daxton Hill from Michigan, Jordan Davis on the defensive line. Um, from uh, Georgia and Nicobe Dean. I'm, I, I hope there's a bet. I got to find on the Bet Parks app if there's a bet I can make that the Eagles will select a player from Georgia because I'm going to take it. Is that if right? It's available. Yes. You got the, they got the rise of Georgia on the bull. Bulldogs in the first yeah. round uh, Thursday night. Wow. That, um, you know, the thing about the, the draft, like I love the draft because it's a touch point to college football mm-hmm. in a lot of ways for me. And then immediately, like as soon as you started talking about, you know, so-and-so from Alabama or Georgia Bulldog, I'm thinking, man, I can't wait for the the pageantry of college football again. I know. I know. <laughs> like, it I love great. it. It is great. It's and they awesome. always start off with that big first weekend right around Labor oh. Day, they, you know, with all these uh, interconference games and stuff. It's pretty good. Can't wait. Yeah. Exactly. It, Temple gonna- will be better this year, too, so. Yeah, they they moving in the right direction. Yeah, they got a new coach, and I'm hearing a lot of good things. Good, good. So. Uh, that'd be that'd be good. Yeah, look, I want them to have as much success as possible, except for when they play Penn State. Yeah, they can have. They don't James play Frank. Penn State anymore. That's the problem. Yeah, well, yeah. Unless I've heard there's a certain athletic director that is impossibly in the mix for Penn State for that job, and he was at Temple years ago. 
Oh, so he'd like to bring that back. I'm so sure. Who knows? I, I'm not saying he is or he isn't, but if he did get the job, maybe there's a chance. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Um, one thing really big happened in the past week that I didn't think we were going to talk about today, but I, I just remembered it. Jay Wright retired. Yeah. How stunned were you to see that? Harry? I was very stunned. Me I mean, too. I felt like that came out of left field. Yeah. I, I got a text from a buddy of mine. He was out uh, at a at this restaurant bar that night saying, hey, there's a rumor going around here at the bar that Jay Wright is going to step down. And I'm like, what? And is there you know, a scandal this, this guy, isn't, this guy isn't in the sports information business. He's, you know, he's, yeah. you know, um, he's a golfer and he was texting me. He said, yeah, so-and-so's uh, telling me that uh, Jay Wright is going to be stepping down. So then I started to do some research on it. And that's like right when it blew up. Um, there was some guy, a blue checkmark guy, I forget his name. I'd never heard of him before that had it. Yeah. And I checked in to make sure it wasn't some fake account and all this, you know, kind of nonsense that goes on today. And the guy was legitimate and he was right. And I was like, wow, like this, I had no idea this was even a, a possibility. Yeah. I mean, we thought the possibility was he'd step down from Villanova and step on to the Sixers bench. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, everybody starts connecting dots. They're like, oh man, the Lakers need a coach. Maybe he's going to go out to LA and coach LeBron, you know, and Anthony Davis. And then some were saying that, no, he's going to take over for Popovich in San Antonio. There's going to be a changing of the guard there. And he's going to get, I'm like, no, there's no way he's going to San Antonio. No, no, no disrespect to Texas. He just doesn't seem like a guy who would want to uproot himself and go down there, you know, at this point in his career, like he's I can not see wearing a ten gallon hat and a belt right. buckle. Right, right. Come on, <laughs> he's not gonna fit in there. Yeah, uh, L.A. Absolutely, of course. Philly, obviously, New yeah. York. Obviously, sure. yeah. He's got that look. Yeah. Um, I wonder if he's just done coaching. I might be. He's gonna apparently work in the university with the president of the university, and I would imagine that there'd be several projects he'll be on. But part of it's raising money too, because he'd be a guy that you know go out oh. there and, and you know and, and grip and grin and you know represent and get checks signed if that's what they want him to do. He'd be great at. It. He'd be great at anything. He'd be great in a booth. Uh, you know, doing games. You know, that's where I was going. The, next. Yeah, like on the at the dais for CBS Sports. You know, uh, through the tournament, he'd be fantastic. He'd be an awesome in studio analyst because yeah not only is uh, like he's a good looking guy well dressed the whole thing but he's a great communicator yeah he's got great presentation yeah yeah and presence right like yeah everything yeah. about him yeah. and he's all and, class and he's got great q rating too i mean mm -hmm. he's such a likable guy absolutely i mean have you ever met anybody that goes oh, i hate jay right um no, not in a long, long time. I mean, maybe yeah. in the back in the beginning, uh, some p folks weren't all that nuts about him. I don't know, but uh, no. Remember when you and I were doing the uh, the golf tournament over at Aronimink, the yeah. BMW? We did the show from over there in one of the uh, in one of the tents, right right off the ninth green, I think yeah. it was. And he was playing in the pro am that Wednesday. We were there the day before the tournament started. I think he was playing with John Rom. Yeah. And uh, we see him coming up onto the green and it was their last hole. I think they, you know, they played the back first and then finished on nine, I think. And we kind of got his attention to say, hey, come on up, and join us. And we were getting near the end of the show. It was like in the final hour of the show. And he kind of nodded. Yeah, yeah, I'll try to come up. Sure enough, you know, like he made it 20 minutes later after he had to talk to everybody else he had to talk to and do whatever yep. he had to do. He made sure he came over and sat with us. And I thought that, you know, that went a long way with me. That shows you, you know, what he is. Yeah, he's you just know. a class guy. Yeah.
and and you didn't know us anything we didn't have the villanova games on the station anymore so i mean but when he comes on too like he doesn't he refers to you by your name yeah Right. You know, like, yeah. oh, you know, Harry, blah, blah, blah. or hey, mm-hmm. Jason, you know, like and anytime I ever had to call when I was working for Mike or anything, always just such a gracious guy. So mm-hmm. whatever he does, I know he's going to have tons of success. So and and I've made the case, you know, how I feel about him. Harry. I've I've said it over the last 40 years, he's the best coach in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I yeah. Mean, what he's done speaks for itself. No doubt. We should try to get him on one time. Yeah. And we'll, I we'll have to hit him on here. Yeah. he He's a great guy. So. Uh, best of luck to Jay Wright. Absolutely. Um, how you, I'm sure you saw this, but Elon Musk has bought Twitter. Yeah. What is it? I didn't 40... know Twitter was for sale. Oh, I, I don't think it really was. I think it was, <laughs> it was like about one of those hostile takeovers you you start first started to hear about in the 80s. Well, he wanted uh, to get on the board first and they wouldn't let him. Uh-huh. But he wanted to get on the board, I guess, to eventually buy. But then he, I guess, raised enough capital or got enough capital together and bought Twitter for 44 billion, billion, I think it is. 44 billion. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, 44 billion. Yeah. Dude, got that kind of scratch. Now he claims like he's all about free speech and mm-hmm. you know wants to bring that back to the platform and get rid of the bots and you know the the uh shadow banning. I mean, Aton Shander I think has been up ever since the news came out partying because now more than 15 people will see his tweets. Yeah. Yeah, so he's he's very elated. He's not going to be shadow banned anymore. Shander banned, I think, is the term for him. <laughs> is that is that a hashtag that's trending? I, that's what I put it out yesterday. Yeah. See, they Elon Musk ought to do himself a favor and put Shander on the board. He should. He should. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, I woke up today, and I lost probably about seven hundred followers. Really. Did P- are people deactivating their account because Elon Musk bought Twitter, Harry? Yeah, I think it's the same people that said they were going to move to Canada if the if the orange man became the president. I don't know that they ever moved. Yeah, I saw some woman tweet that if Elon Musk buys Twitter, I'm moving to Canada. And somebody replied to her and said, didn't you already move to Canada when Trump won? <laughs> <laughs> and then a Canadian said, we've got border uh, security up here. We're not right. going to let you in. Exactly. <laughs> You peg. <laughs> oh, I, who, I mean, I'm, why would anybody care who owns it as long as it doesn't affect you and your like my account? I know has been capped because I have had the same amount of followers for the last four years. OK, mm-hmm. not going up or down. And it's like I know that my tweets are limited to in the scope before, you know, as opposed to how they were years ago. So there is an effect on on that. And all I do is try to promote stuff like this podcast. Yeah. And I know fewer people are seeing that stuff. I've got over 40,000 followers and I guarantee you not, you know, 5% of them are seeing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I've moved to a model on Twitter of for promotional purposes only Yeah, I'll, I'll go back and forth once in a while, or I have a mm-hmm. quip here or there, you know, a little chuckle, but for the most part, it's just not worth it. But, right. you know, people got to realize like if you have a problem with him owning it, you can deactivate your account. Exactly. Like yeah. you're not being held hostage here. Mm-hmm. Just if you don't want to be a part of it, don't be a part of it. It's not, this isn't complicated. Yeah. I know a lot of people that have left the platform in the last couple of years. Yeah. You know, because of the, you know, the vitriol that seems to be promoted on there by the site. Yeah. You know, 
Well, we'll see. I mean, one of the things that I guess Elon Musk has said is he wants to unlock the the true potential of Twitter. Right. And it should. Ne- and Jack Dorsey, the former CEO, also said that the, Twitter is not something that should be owned uh, through stockholders. It should be, you know, kind of individually owned and, and not weaponized, but used the right way. And, hmm. and and that he has a lot of faith in Elon Musk that he will, you know, kind of unlock the this platform's true potential. So what we'll island stay. did that guy buy? Where's he been since he? Uh, he's running out. some other company now. I saw. Oh, yeah. I mean, these people and all their money. Yeah, oh, it's incredible. Now, I, one incredible. thing I did see on Twitter, and I thank Twitter because I had a great chuckle when I saw this tweet from the Fanatic account yesterday, Harry. Oh, my. So this is what it said. Mm-hmm. It says, Anthony wants to build a skeleton of all the body parts that have haunted us in Philadelphia sports history now that Embiid's thumb is plaguing this playoff run. What other body parts should make the skeleton? Oh, I'm like, well, Lindros's skull. Yeah, his brain. Yeah, Lindros's uh, skull. But I'm reading this tweet going, what the hell is he talking about? Uh, He's talking about all the injuries that have seemed to curse this city uh, and stand in the way of potential championships. (laughs) Because it always seems like something like this happens here. It does. It happens everywhere. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but I don't know that they're, they're as invested in it everywhere as they are here. Okay, so, so so he's building, like, the skeleton, all, like, 280-some bones. Yeah. Who, who had a collarbone? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> a fifth metatarsal. Well, <laughs> what was... Um... What was the injury uh, that, well, t- I know T.O. came back to play in the Super Bowl, so maybe it's not relevant, and he played really well, That too, was an but, ACL. Yeah, it was an ACL. Yeah, we we got to take bids on ACLs. We've had a well, lot of ACLs the problem. and Achilles tendons. The ACL is a soft tissue and not a musculoskeletal. <laughs> right, right. So we got to do all the muscles now, too? Oh, yeah, yeah, tendons. Oh, this is going to go on for Muscles, weeks. yeah, yeah. Oh, Remember that that thing that you had in health class where it was like a a, a torso and you yeah. saw all the organs and stuff mm-hmm. in it, like when you were learning about all that Pull stuff. Maybe, that, maybe that's what he's gonna try to build. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna label it. Yeah, we got so and so's kidney. Yeah. <laughs> oh my good! Like, who's the biggest drinker? We'll get his liver, John yeah. Crux liver. Yeah. Is he? I don't know that he's the biggest. He was. He was. Yeah. I think I some of those flyers would give him a run back in the day. Coatsy still give him a run. Well, yeah, but he never, never quadruple played the, he Never played for the flyers though. <laughs> <laughs> quadruple bypass, and he's still going hard. Yeah, that's man. right. Good for him. Great to be back on the road. They're headed to the peg today. Winnipeg last week had the biggest snowstorm in their history. Really. Last week. Last week, so the mm-hmm. middle of April. Yeah. Well, it's not out that out of character up there, though. I mean, they, no. they get this stuff in Denver and Colorado, too, this time of year. It's crazy. The high-altitude shit. Mm-hmm. The yeah. thing is with, you know, when with Winnipeg, they get summer from about June 7th to July 19th, and then yeah. it's over. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, all right. Well, we've covered a lot of ground here. I'm going to go do the Flyers Cup luncheon. What are they the serving? Boys. And what, what were you I don't eating? know. It's yeah. a good question. It's, it's a not a rubber place. chicken thing, is it? 
No, it's, I mean, it's going to be at the Crystal Tea Room at, at DuPont. So it's going to mm-hmm. be, you know, a nice affair. I got to go jacket and tie and the whole thing. And right. So uh, it'll, it'll be a good time. So you got the proper shoes on. Yeah, I've got the, yeah. the Cole Han. Oh, nice. Yeah. They're comfortable too. Oh, yeah. It's like a slipper. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to do that today. And then we'll be back next week for uh, episode 22. Let's tell the people about Parks app. And, and your play on the Parks app this week is one that you're not, you know, proud to make. I didn't think I'd have it. to make this, but I think mm. there's going to be a game seven. So I'm taking Toronto, who has now caught fire and is starting to believe in themselves. And the Sixers looked as bad as they could last night. I'm going to grab the Raptors at plus one and a half to force a game seven. All right. So you got Raptors at plus. Yeah. One and a half in game mm-hmm. six in Toronto with no Thibel. Right. And Joel Embiid's thumb in a metatarsal. Uh, and you get that in on the all new Bet Parks Casino Sport and Sportsbook app because yeah, it is now live. It's everything you want in a mobile casino and sportsbook right in your pocket. Harry, you'll be on the side of the road putting a bet in, uh, maybe a late bet on the PGA this weekend, Harry. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a lame tournament this week. They go to Mexico and there's only. I think two of the top 25 in the official world golf rankings are playing in it. It's okay. like the John Rahm Invitational. John Rahm and a couple of guys. No, oh, that's lame. So, He's got to do a better job recruiting guys to yeah. play for that. Well, they're going up against the NFL this week. This is this is a big yeah. NFL draft week. Like you said, the Sixers play a, a possible closeout game. Some of these other series are looking to close out. And then the end of the NHL season is this weekend. So there's a yeah. lot of competition on yeah, television. Well, yeah, why push the Baseball, rock uphill? Yeah, yeah. When you don't have to. Right. When's the next big tournament in the PGA? Huh? Uh the PGA Championship coming up in Southern Hills in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, in early mid May. Mid May. So is that Mother's Day weekend? No, I think it's I think it's the week after. Okay, so it's the week after, but before Memorial Day. Correct. Yeah, and then correct. you're just a couple of weeks away from the U.S. Open as well. The U.S. Open on Father's Day weekend. Yeah, yeah. So get the new Bet Parks app. Easy to sign up, fun to use, faster to win than ever before. And right now, all Bet Parks users can use the promo code Jason seven five zero and get a risk free bet up to seven hundred and fifty dollars. That's new and existing users. Terms and conditions do apply. So make sure you download the all new Bet Parks app today. Do you need to be over twenty one and present in Pennsylvania or New Jersey? gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER any last words here yeah now i mean i got a question for you because you're always uh used to use the players entrance at the wells fargo center will you be using the members only entrance at uh, dupont country club today i'm gonna go in the front door wherever they tell me to go and how to get there it's all okay. i know so I, I, well, you're going to have to go to the restroom a few times if you're there for more than an hour i'll, I'll visit the men's locker room for sure yeah that yeah, bust out a Q-tip, clean the ears a little bit. Right. Yeah, Get a little pinod, you know, yeah. a little hair tonic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just rub it on your head. You're it's putting the your greatest beard. thing about the country club bathroom. They got the spray deodorant, uh, everything yeah. in there. The they combs. Two brushes in there you can take. Yeah, floss, yeah. the whole thing. Sure. Yeah, you get the whole thing. <laughs> All right, uh, that's episode 21, everybody. Thanks for uh, watching. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week on a brand new episode of Bet Parks Presents, the Ah Podcast. Thank you.